Brooks here with one lone co-host, and what a change of pace, because usually when I say I have one co-host, you expect me to introduce Odin, because that's what happens. That's what happened for like the past eight weeks. But no, this time, Kowo, Kolo Chu, he's here. Hi. Welcome to Pengkolo or Pokemon. We're here. It's time for the variety hour, the variety hour that you've all been waiting for. <laughs> Probably, maybe not. Nobody cares Cole, about Colo on the show. Colo, how are you doing today? I'm tired. I'm also tired. I, th- I think that's evident. I should probably turn your volume up so I can actually hear you. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Probably. I was keeping you at 69%, but I think 100% is, <laughs> nice. is worth it. Nah, nice, let's bro. let's bring you back down to 79%. Okay, that sounds that sounds fair. But okay, it's time to get into our show, and the first segment of that show that we do is what we've been doing with Pokemon this week. So, Colo, what have you been doing with Pokemon this week, buddy? Um, Mystery Dungeon. It, very oh, good game. I've heard, I've heard that's very good. Yeah, I'm running uh, Torchic and my partner is Pikachu. I'm also, I'm also told by specifically Jerry that it's very hard and makes him real angry. Yeah, it's it's a really good game. The excuse me, the the uh, animations and everything involving cutscenes is really cute and adorable. What? So uh, I'm I'm so glad that I'm able to play this game. It's so good. And I'm really happy that you get to play the game. It's good. Mystery Dungeon, it's always been one of those games where it's like, yes, I like that one. That's a good one. <laughs> Any other Pokemon-related things at all? Uh, no. Okay. As for myself, I don't think I've done much. Like, the only thing I can think of is this week's draft progress, which I think I was supposed to report on every week and then completely forgot to talk about last week. I don't think it happened yet. I think we I did it on Sunday, and it was um, Friday when we did the show. But um, either way, I've lost both weeks. Nice. Um, my Good draft job. was bad. I drafted. There's a lot of holes in the team that I didn't think of. I drafted in a rush. There's a lot of having to change up my roster like super quickly because I got sniped hard. Usually, how I handle drafts is I'll just like throw together a document of like the Pokemon I want, and usually like maybe one or two things will get sniped, and I'll switch those out, and it'll be fine. I got sniped like six or seven times this go around. Nice. I had to change around like my whole document on a whim, and it was like super rushed. The biggest toll on my team is that I have like no counters to ground type Pokemon. Ground type Pokemon. You should always shit. have a fire type, grass type, or a water type on your. No, I have a fire, water, grass core, but the thing is, like, I have no ground immunity is very important in a competitive setting because that's like the best. Ground is a really good and potent type, but its big weakness is that like. Predicting ground type moves gives you the opportunity to switch something in that has that ground immunity to do good work. So ground immunities are very important on a lot of teams, and I just didn't even think about that because I'm dumb. Yeah. Um, let's see. I was trying to think of anything else that I've done. Like almost half of my fucking draft drafted Pokemon are Steel type. I got Mawile. I got Steelix. I got Lucario. Yeah, but you can do some work with Lucario though, because he's a fighting type. I mean, of course you can. Like, I'm not saying I can't do work with these Pokemon. I'm just saying that I find it very funny that my draft ended up working out that I got, like, fucking 80 million steel types. True. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, maybe I'll do some trading. See if somebody has a bird and I can give them a thing for it. Yeah. Let's see. I think the... Uh, oh, there was other one other thing that I did involving Pokemon. Ooh, let's hear it. Tell me about it. Uh, earlier, I... Brad DM'd me and said he wants to prepare for his uh, draft league match, and he gave me the Pokemon, and we did a couple showdown matches. Oh, you did a mock for uh, Brad? That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. I almost never talked to Brad unless he's in chat, so it was nice to do some showdown shit with Brad earlier. Brad's a cool guy. I like Brad. Brad is, like, one of my longest-standing friends on the internet. That's like, I invited him to be on this show from the very beginning, because, like, we've Pokemon is how we met, obviously. Like, I think every other person in this Discord that, like, I'm close with, I either met through Blastburn Radio or, like, through doing Pixels. Like, obviously, you were a fan. Odin was a friend of Gingy's, and the, and the rest of them just came around from the Blastburn Radio community. But Brad I met, like, in, a, in a, the chat of some streamer who doesn't even stream anymore, like, two or three years ago. Me and Brad have been friends for the longest of times. And, like, we had our, it's funny, like, we had this whole big, like, friend group of, like, six or seven people that would always, like, hang out together. And gradually the only friend I've retained from that particular friend group. The rest of them I've sort of just drifted apart with. 
Brad's cool. Moral of the story. Brad's very cool. Brad is very cool. And he tries to make people mock battle him. And I don't like mock battling because I'm very bad at team building. Like, literally how I handled... See, yeah, that's what I told him because I didn't really want to do it. But I'm like, well, I'm like, you, you, he's like, how good are you at competitive? I'm like, I'm, I'm not good at competitive at all. He goes, well, do you have any experience? I'm like, a little bit. I mean, I beat the shit out of Riley on my po- on my YouTube channel, but then I get beaten up by everybody else I invite on. On my podcast? Uh, on my YouTube channel, that's what I said. Colo podcast when? We need the Colo show? The co-show? The show-lo? Obviously, it would be called the Colo cast. The Colo cast, yeah, there you go. Obviously. Colo cast coming soon. There's not going to be a Colo cast, I'm telling you that right now. It's There's a lot of work that I don't cast. really feel like doing. That's an easy way to just fucking make content for your YouTube channel. It's just, like, think of something to talk about and do a fucking podcast about it. Eh, how about no? I mean, okay. It's easy. Like, it's easy to just fucking talk into a microphone. And I'm sure somebody will edit it for you. If you don't want to edit it, I'll pro- I'd probably edit it for you. But regardless of that, um... Was I saying something? Oh, yeah, draft. Um, draft is bad. I'm bad at it. I need a bird or a levitate. You should probably oh, get good. Oh, I was talking about team building. How I team build for draft is... <laughs> this is my process for team building and draft. I go into either Patrick or Brad's DMs and I beg for help. And if they say no, I go to the other one's DMs that I didn't pick the first time. And if they say no, then I throw together a team and it dies because I'm bad. <laughs> I always get help from either Patrick or Brad because I can't be team build myself because I'm horrible. I tried team building myself week one and it was disgustingly bad. <laughs> But I think that's pretty much about it for me. I'm still kind of bumming about that whole save file debacle with um, Pokemon White and Nuzlocke Diaries, because I was starting to get into that. You guys got that ill-fated two episodes, and then fucking save files happened. Well, that's about it for Pokemon this week, which means it's time for um, the topic. And the topic is something very close to Kolo's heart, and very far away from my heart. When Aren't you going to ask me what the shit, topic is? I. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Tell us what the topic is, and then I'll do my little explainer. Alright, we're going to be reviewing the Johto region. That, I don't think... is. We're reviewing okay. the Johto region. Okay, I guess we're reviewing Gold, Silver, Crystal then? <laughs> That's not what I was told. <laughs> <laughs> Bamboozled <laughs> again. Get fucked, Turn idiot. page on my notes here. Bamboozled again. <laughs> Bamboozled again. Now we're doing Johto because... We're because Jinji wants to do Ho- Hoenn. Jinji actually wanted to do Hoenn, so the Hoenn review will come when Jinji and I are both able to come on. Okay, I mean, he could have said that in podcast chat. I don't know why he DM specifically you. I don't know. Take it up with Jinji? I don't care. I don't care either. I'm just saying. Could have said something, you know? All I'm saying is Jinji wanted to do Hoenn, so I suggest. So I told him I'll change the thing behind your back real quick. <laughs> and I was going to switch it to good. Unova, so we had conflicting ideals on the game. And while. He goes about his Asha, Asha boss. So then yeah, I'm like, was, shit, a, you right. So, yeah. so then Jinji goes, do Alola. And I go, without Penguin? Because you can't do Alola without Penguin. Yeah, we can't do Alola without Penguin. Uh, so then Jinji's like, fuck it, do do Johto. Nobody cares about Johto. And I'm like, we can do Kalos, shit, you right. Let's do Johto. Nobody, literally nobody except me cares about Kalos, and I'm here. Nah, we'll do Johto, because Johto's one of those games where it's like, yeah, there's people who care about it, but there's not many, like, strong opinions on it. They're just like, yeah, it's fucking Johto. Okay, but anyway, um, just to explain, we did the Sword and Shield review for episode 50, and, like, I never stated my intention to do this, because, you know, one of the last times I stated my intention is to do a running series. We've only done one episode, started debates. Um, but when we did the Sword and Shield review, I was like, I kind of want to do this for all of the Pokemon games at some point. And me and Colo needed a topic, so... We decided let's review Hoenn, but then Gigi said no, so we're reviewing Johto now. I guess we just talk about the general story first. Nicola, do you remember the plot of Gold, Silver, and Crystal, the Pokemon games? Uh, after, so it picks up like it picks up a few years after the events of uh, Red, Blue, uh, Red, Blue, Red, Yellow. Blue, Yellow. Yes. Well, Red Good and job. Blue. It picks up a few years after Red and Blue. Uh. The main character, Gold, yeah, yeah. Yes. The main character, Gold, is starting his his or her adventure out. Or Chris, starting... if you pick the girl. Huh? Or Chris, if you pick the girl. Well, that's in Crystal. I'm talking about 
gold and silver. Yeah, we're talking about gold, silver, and crystal. They're all the same game, except crystal has a girl. Oh, okay. Well, and Chris, if you choose the girl, whatever. But anyway, so I don't remember the starting town. I don't remember much about Johto. All New I Bark, know. I, New Bark is the starting town. Isn't that? No, New Bark is Sinnoh. No, Sinnoh is Twinleaf. That's right. I got my two mixed up. Okay. So you start off in New Bark Town. You want to become a Pokemon trainer, blah, blah, blah. You go meet Professor Elm. Your silence like means that I'm right. Pokemon. You are right. Okay. And, well, there's there's a guy with red hair. The anime calls him Paul. But in the game, um, his no, name is Silver. Or whatever you choose. What? No, Paul's yes, I... a very different character from Silver. Paul, is Paul not... and Silver are the same character, just different names in the anime. Um, Paul does not have red hair and is also not the same design as Silver by any stretch. I will 100% prove you wrong. 100%? You'll 100% prove me right is what you'll do. Silver has never had an appearance in the anime. Jinji, I thought your favorite region was Unova. Jinji's just bumping into my DMs like, you bitch ass can't do my favorite region without me. Nicola, are you alive? Yeah. Good? Okay. I'm proving you wrong. Oh yeah, I forgot you were doing that, except the... The joke is that I'm right. I, I guess you are right, but I do remember there. I'm, I don't know. I thought there was an episode where there, where Paul actually was in the anime. You mean Silver? Paul was in the anime a few times. A His name was times. fucking Paul. It wasn't Silver. No, it isn't. No, the character's name in the anime was Paul, but he's not Silver. Completely different character. I'm talking about Johto. There is a Paul, and he's in Sinnoh. Yes. Whatever. All right. Agree to disagree then, because I'm not gonna lose. But um. Wait, are you saying the 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 guy, the red-haired guy in Gold Silver Crystals, canonical name is Paul? Is that what you're trying to tell me? That's what I thought it was, unless I'm mixing up old games or. No, they're canonical names. It's same as Red and Blue, where the trainer's name is Red and the rival's name is Blue. Is the trainer's name is Gold and the rival's name is Silver? Yeah, I know that. Okay. Anyway, so basically, Silver, the red-haired kid. Steals Pokemon and yada yada yada. He he's your rival, huh? He only ever steals one Pokemon. Yeah, he he steals the start. He steals the starter Pokemon from uh, Elm's lab, and you have to go find him or whatever. But then nothing really happens about that. You just kind of got away with it because, like, after you run out, they're like, "Oh, what was the fucker's name?" The police are like, "Yeah, what was his name?" And you tell them their name, and then. Just kind of goes about their day and doesn't really do anything about it. The name is actually question mark question mark question. Mark. Shut the fuck sense. up. No, no, no. There's a. I don't know why they handled the dialogue box this way. In Heart Cold Soul Silver, they fixed it by like him not telling you his name, and then like you find his trainer card, and that's how like you canonically figured out his name. But in Gold Silver Crystal, he's just like I am question mark question mark question mark, and I'm gonna be the world's greatest trainer. Oh. Anyway. So after that, a uh, little, I guess, backstory for what else is going on in the Johto region at the time of the games is uh, Team Rocket, after being disbanded in red and blue after you beat Giovanni in the 8th gym, Team Rocket's right back up to their bullshittery. And... Yeah, Team Rocket, like, we don't need a leader. We're just going to continue to do random bullshittery without any sort of organization. Yeah, they're just like, the, it, basically, they're just kind of like, yeah, we're just going to go fuck shit up. And you're like, fuck your shit up, fan now. But anyway, so yeah, Team Rocket's back. So that's like the main villain in in the Johto region. And uh, yeah. Also, so I know in Heart Gold and Soul Silver this was a thing. I never got a chance to play Gold Silver Crystal, but in Heart a game that you've never played is what you're telling me right now. I've played Gold and Silver, so I know enough about it. And I've also watched YouTube videos on shit. So fuck off. Let me. I chose this topic. The game. I'm sorry. Yeah, I never played Gold, Silver, Crystal, but I've seen enough stuff to know about it. Whatever, it's fine. It really doesn't matter at this point. We're too far in. Yeah, we've already we've already started. There's no going back now. Anyway, uh, you got me off track. Uh, so the cool thing about the Johto games is that you can go to the Kanto region. It is they're the literally the only fucking games where you've ever 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 been able to go to a different region that was in previous games. Why didn't they bring that back? They should have brought that back. They they really could have with, like, you could go back to Kalos through the Gala region, you could have gone back to uh, Kanto with, with the Alolan region. 
Yeah, like, I feel like Kalos was the perfect jumping off point for that to happen because, you know, Kalos never really got it to do. Like, Kalos got X and Y and that was it. We never got Z. We never got X2, Y2. We never got anything for X and, for Kalos. We just got X and Y and that was it. So I was really hoping. Ultra Sun and Moon were kind of, like, throwing hints a little bit. Like, obviously they weren't actually, but, like, a lot of, like, early Ultra Sun and Moon news, like, people were, like, this kind of hints to kid fucking Kalos. And I'm like, please, please. Give it to me. Give me the Kalos. I feel like Alola would have been the perfect time to do it because, like, they decided, like, we're going to retire the, like, gyms and, like, do, like, a unique thing. And I think, like, it would have been good for, like, to go back to Kalos in the post games that in Sun and Moon you could still get, you know, like, a normal, like, fight a gyms, fight a champion experience after the nor- fun, like, Alola trial time game. Well, no, you with Alola, you wouldn't go back to Kalos. You'd go to Kanto. That also could have been. No, it would have been because it's... It's like a few, it's like a bunch of miles away from the Kanto region, which is why we had so many gen, why a a majority of, or all of the Alolan variants are from Kanto. That's where all of the the influences in the Alolan region are from, is the Kanto region. But anyway, I digress from the game that we are supposed to be talking about. So Johto is the only game in the series where you can go back to the Kanto region after you beat the Elite Four from... They're connected by, uh, what's that fucking mountain range called? Wait, the mountain range that connects Kanto and Johto? Yeah. Literally the mountain that is... Is there a mountain? Mount Silver? There's a mountain. I don't know if it was... Anyway, it, does... it doesn't fucking matter. Anyway. No, I'm pretty sure the connector between Kanto and Johto is the Pokemon League. Yeah. I thought, I thought like, those yeah. routes both going up there were, con... were called something, like, special or whatever. But anyway... So after you beat the Elite Four and then go grab all eight gym badges, you talk to Professor Oak, and Oak tells you about a trainer on top of Mount Silver. So you traverse your way up through Mount Silver, which is basically like a harder victory road, basically. And at the top, Riley, can you guess who's at the top? Is it, um, hold on. Hold on, I got this. Is it Agatha? It is Agatha. That's right, exactly. Agatha's up there like, hey, look at my ghosts! There's no, it's actually Red from the original game. And he has literally no fucking dialogue other than dot dot dot. And That's dope as fuck. Like, it made me wish they did that with, like, every subsequent game, just so, like, we could see our characters, like, in action. Like, I think a fun episode for Variety Hour, for for the future, TMTM coming soon, maybe, is, like, it'd be the most fun if we could get, like, a bunch of people, and we all, like, craft what we think all the player characters' teams would be if they had a Red-esque fight. Interesting. But anyway, yeah, you fight Red in your final battle, your final trial to glory to end off Gold, Silver, and Crystal. And basically, he's got, like, his Pokemon are all, like, level 80s, or, like, super fucking high for that late in the game. The grind for Red is intense. Like, let me tell you, the the one of the, the Nuzlocke that I'm most, like, I've only completed a couple Nuzlocke in my day, and the one most people know about that I beat was I did a Silver Nuzlocke with Blastburn Radio when I first discovered their show. And I did make it to the end, and I did beat it. I, I got I did, like, lose something every single cycle, and it was, like, a rough run, but I did make it to the end. And I the grind between Red was, like, I think Blastburn Radio set the level limit to, like, 70-something, where the level limit for the last Kanto gym was, like, 56. There was a lot of grinding, especially because I lost my no. starter in Mount Silver and had to grind a Dratini from, like, level 12 to level 70-something. Yeah, the grind for Red is probably one of the biggest grinds that has like in in any pokemon game that is the hardest battle i believe did you i mean not did colo can you imagine having your starter for the entirety of a gold silver crystal nuzlocke and then losing him to a wild pokemon in mount fucking silver that was a massive oof i just wasn't paying close enough attention to a dawn fan and he used an earthquake and it hurt real bad and mustang the typhlosion died but colo what do you think of the story of gold silver and crystal I think it's a cool... I like the way that they were... Like, it picked up a few years after the previous game, which now they're only focused on creating new stories every time instead of it expanding on the current story that they had. So, like, the storyline yeah, for... Silver Crystal is, like, it's sort of the beta version of, like, doing sequels for Pokemon. Like, people, when they talk about sequels for Pokemon, they're obviously going to bring up the one, you know, real one um black and white too but i feel like gold silver crystal was the first time they kind of like were like okay 
this game takes place after this game and continues the events of said game. And then that sort of idea was brought back for Black and White 2 in more in a more proper sense. But Gold, Silver, and Crystal, even though they didn't get, like, super heavy with the plot, like, you know, the early Pokemon games don't have as big of a plot, whereas, you know, like, later Pokemon games, all the evil teams are, like, try either trying to or accidentally end up destroying, attempting to destroy the world. And you have to stop them from fucking blowing up existence. And in, in Kanto and Johto, it's kind of just like, hey, these are Pokemon mobsters, and they're trying to, like, steal shit. Stop them. And also become the champion. Yeah, like, Team Rocket is, like, the most underrated thing. Like, it's the most... How do I put this? It's the most realistic evil Pokemon team out there. Yeah, they're just Pokemon gangsters. It's just like, hey, we're gonna steal your Pokemon and your money and shit. We want to be rich and powerful, because we're criminals. We don't want to blow up the Earth, because then we'd be dead. We just want to be rich and powerful. Ba- basically, yeah. But, um... Well, I, I guess I shouldn't say it's the most realistic one, because I'm sure Team Skull could be realistic. Uh, team Yell is definitely, definitely realistic like if, there, but... I feel like if Pokemon existed in the real world, Team Plasma would also exist. Because Team Plasma is just Pokemon PETA. More or less, kind of. A little I feel bit. Like if we're thinking about a real world in which Pokemon existed, which teams would actually like happen? I feel like Plasma's up there, and like, yeah, there's gonna be a bunch of fuckers. It's like, oh, you gotta liberate Pokemon, ruining all our fun. We just want to keep our pocket monsters in our pockets. But then Team Plasma's like, no, you can't do that. That's bad. So we're gonna do it, and then we're gonna use those Pokemon to get your Pokemon free. <laughs> Team Plasma's a very interesting group of people. Definitely. So, what are your thoughts on? The Johto region itself. The Johto region is is a good region. I like it. But I think one of the biggest problems of Gold, Silver, Crystal is how short the Johto region feels. Because, like, Kanto was very short, but that makes sense because it's an after-game thing. Like, you know, you can only fit so much into a Game Boy Color cartridge. So even Johto kind of felt a little lacking in size and scope. But it was really nice for what it was. I liked the landscape. I liked all the cities. I really liked it, but it could have been a little bigger. What do you think, Kolo? I I liked it. Like I said, I never played the original one, so I played Heart Gold, Soul Silver. But even then, the Johto region does feel s- small. I guess you could say. You like if you if you try and compare so. the early games to newer games, then yeah, it's gonna feel small. If you compare Red and Blue, or even Fire Red, Leaf Green to fucking uh, Sword and Shield, it's gonna be a bl- less than par game because it's not going to be Galar felt a little small itself honestly but like you gotta when when compare not comparing but when raiding games you have to try and block out all of the other games that have happened yeah we're talking about this game in isolation exactly but Johto even like I guess we're comparing again but like more broad comparisons of like sizes of regions Johto is like canonically the smallest i believe i think johto is actually like if you boil it down and look at the locations and how big they are johto is actually the smallest region yeah because it was meant to be the sequel i think it was planned to be bigger too but they had to do some uh, snip snips to make include it the, the kanto game. region yeah i feel like johto would have been bigger had they not expanded the kanto region into what they did yeah I don't know whether that would have been good or bad, though, because I do like the whole two regions concepts. It's it's tough to say. It's tough to say. But, like, the the events that go on in there with Johto, Johto was the first, was the first and I first don't want to say only game, because I do know in, uh, I think it's, you know, what, which gen was Haxorus? Unova? Haxorus is gen 5. Yeah, so... Unova. If you complete the regional decks in Unova, you get a shiny Haxorus event that happens. I didn't know that. Not many people do, because Unova sucks. But um, anyway, but this is the first first game where the storyline involved shiny Pokemon with the Lake of Rage. Yeah, specifically, like, yeah. The, shining, the, shining, the shiny Gyarados. So, like, that was really cool. Also, the legendaries in this game are, like, top-tier legendaries. They not... They might not be the strongest, but design-wise, they look fucking amazing. Oh yeah, Ho and Lugia feel like majestic. Like they feel like birds. They really do. They feel like actual legendary Pokemon. 
And that was the first instance like that you felt like from like Zapdos, Moltres, and Articuno, who you know felt like strong and legendary in their own right in Gen One. Like they yeah, they felt like, legendaries, but and imposing birds. And then we also had Raikou, Entei, and Suicune, who just added on to the fact that we had Sorry, that they were just. The, I think you forgot something. One of those names, uh, Daddy Entei, is the correct. Oh my bad, Daddy Entei, Raikou, yes. and Suicune. That's still top ten goals of this show. That was the game, or that game, introduced roaming Pokemon, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I'm right on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Entei and Raikou were roaming. Yeah. So what a roaming Pokemon is, is you just kind of just wander around the world and just hope that you fucking encounter one of them. Yeah. Because like. In Gen 4, they gave you a little thing that said, hey, this Pokemon, like, on your Poketacker's little wrist wrist thing on the bottom screen of the DS, it's like, hey, this Pokemon is here. Or, like, it had, like, a little icon. It's like, hey, there's a roaming Pokemon over here. You should probably go over to that route. No, I'm pretty sure that... But in Gen 2... I'm pretty sure you can do that in Gen 2. Maybe... I don't know about Gold, Silver, Crystal, though. I think it was just pure random. Huh. Maybe. There might have been an item. Like I said, I never played. But, uh... So that was, like, a really cool thing that they implemented was the fact that legendary Pokemon, you actually have to try. It's not just this big-ass fucking bird sits over here and just kind of waits for you to fucking show up. It's like, yeah, they're actual fucking legendary Pokemon. You actually have to go and fucking try and find them sort of thing. Yeah. It's, um... It makes sense for the legendaries. But, yeah, overall... I would give, I would give Johto a seven out of ten. Hold it's on, not my favorite got, generation. We've still got a bunch but... more categories to hit, Colo. You're not even. Oh, okay. Well, I'm running out of ideas. You start throwing some ideas more, out here. Like one, maybe two more. Okay. The big one I want to touch on is this. This you might not think this would be a big thing to write home about in a Game Boy Color game, but for this particular one, for me, it is. I want to talk about the graphics because the gold. The sprite work in Gold, Silver, and Crystal is masterful. The art for all the Pokemon is beautiful. Okay. I do, they put a lot of like time and energy into like the um, the emotion of every Pokemon. Like if it's a, if it's a cute Pokemon, it's really fucking cute. If it's a cool Pokemon, it's really fucking cool. They put a lot into the sprite work in this game in particular. They put a lot of energy into this game in almost every aspect because when it was made they thought it was going to be the last one they thought this was their crescendo like once they made gold silver crystal that was going to be it but then it sold super well and they're like well i guess this is our job now i guess this is what we do yeah like after gold after they saw the sales of gold silver crystal they basically decided that's why gen 3 is such a big deal because everybody thought that they were did you go away (laughs) That's why Gen Three. Oh, I thought you were gonna say it after every t- do it after every time I did Gen Three, but uh. God damn it! <laughs> That's why that game is such such a milestone for game for uh for it's Pokemon. The first game they made with the intention that like they're gonna make a bunch more games after it. Because like once Gen Three came out. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Why'd you have to give him that idea? So once Hoenn came out, it it really set the stone <laughs> set in stone that Pokemon was here for the long haul. And like looking back, it Gen 2 was really like it felt like the gen like Gen 1 and Gen 2 are definitely pre like Gen 2 is definitely a sequel game. Sort of yeah. like black to black and black two or whatever. Black and white and black and white two. It fe- it definitely feels like a sequel game, unlike Ruby Sapphire, Emerald, and all those other games. Exactly. And another big thing with um, the last thing I want to touch on is, you know, a very important aspect of new Pokemon games. The new Pokemon. Gen 2 added 100 Pokemon to the original 151, bringing the total up to 251. And a lot of them are super great. Like, I think... Me and Odin have been raiding all the Pokemon. If you've been listening to the show, you would know that, listeners. We've been raiding all the Pokemon. In fact, this week was supposed to be raiding all the Pokemon Gen 6, but, you know, scheduling, it happens. But um, we did Johto, and I think, like, I think the most amount of fives we've given wasn't Johto, because Johto 
or at least for me it was, because Jodo has so many solid, just really solid and iconic designs. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna keep I'm just gonna keep serving Jinji until it's Pokemon the episode time. Anyway, continue, Riley. But yeah, the it's really good. They added a lot of really good designs to Gold Silver Crystal and it really was like a good addition to the Pokemon we already had. Like there's nothing too like fucking balls to the wall crazy when compared to Gen One, but like they're all really solid. Except for, you know, your choice views, your your lady your lady buzz and what have you. <laughs> yeah, that's an appropriate fart sound. <laughs> Ladybug does deserve a fart sound, thank you, Jinji. <laughs> okay, it's getting a little too much. Hi guys. <laughs> Alright, so Riley, what else did you want to talk about? Um Because like like what I said involving storyline, I feel like the best thing about Johto is the fact that you get to go and face the character you played in the previous game yeah, as kind of like really a different. final boss sort of thing. It's like, it's definitely the last thing you do in the game that is related to the storyline. Yeah, like this is the, this is the absolute top. Like this is the person, this is like the other person who conquered the world. Like you did it, but there's this other person who did it f- before you and he is your final challenge. And they hype they hype Red up so fucking much. Like from what I remember, is they hype him up to be a legendary trainer. Yeah, he's the one who beat the the Pokemon League. I think the Pokemon League gets played off as like a relatively new thing that many people have uh, overcome. And Red is the other one who did it. He's that that one kid who also did the thing that you did, and he's like your final challenge. You have to usurp the one who did it first. Ba- basically, yeah. And a big thing we didn't touch on that Gold Silver Crystal does really good is the music. There's so many bops in Gen 2. The chip, the sort of chiptune, you know, aesthetic to the track, to the Game Boy Color, I think is really good. I really like a lot of the music. It, it gives to the atmosphere. There are some real bangers in there, like the champion theme and the um, Kanto Gym Leader theme is really good. There's a lot of them. Do you have any particular tracks you remember fondly from the... Gold Not really. It's been a while since I played Gen 2. Yeah, it's understandable. But as for my final numeric score of Gen 2, I made it very clear in previous episodes, I'm surprised I haven't mentioned it until now on this one, Gen 2, Gold Silver Crystal are my second favorite set of games in the series of all time. I think they're almost perfect in what Pokemon should be. And there's only one game that tops them, and I'm sure we'll talk about that one someday. But as for... Gold Silver Crystal, I think I'm going to give them a 9 out of 10. Solid, near perfect, really good. I'm a big Gen 2 guy. Gen 2 feels like a Pokemon game that a lot of heart and energy went into. Before it was all about the corporation, man. There was no Dexit in Gen 2. Alright, so, rating-wise. 7 out of 10 you said, right? I said 9. Yep, I'll give it a 7 out of 10. Is there too much water in the game? Is that why? You give it seven out There's of ten. not enough water? Much water? Seven out of ten, not enough water. <laughs> <laughs> seven out of ten, not enough water. Yes, we need we need the balance of water. Sometimes it's too much, sometimes it's not enough. We need the perfect water balance in Pokemon. What what Pokemon game has the best water balance? Gen three. Oh god, no it doesn't. Gen three has just enough water. Gen three has more than enough water. Alola has too much water. Alola has too much water. Hoenn has too much water. Is Sinnoh the perfect amount of water? Sinnoh has, like, next to no water whatsoever. Mm, Sinnoh has a good amount of water. Unifo doesn't have any water. Kanto has... Kanto and... Kanto probably has the best amount of water. Yeah, Kanto... I think Kanto... I think you're right. I think Kanto has the perfect Because for how small of a region it is, it definitely has its fair share. Like, for a majority of the game, you are playing on land. But, like, there is a whole storyline based off of just fucking traveling in water. Yeah. So, yeah, so 9 out of 10, 7 out of 10. Yeah. It's looking like this episode might end up being less than an hour after editing. If that's the case, I apologize. I don't know, I doubt Pokemon of the episode is going to take 12 minutes. Oh god, this episode's going to be really short. Oh fuck. Can we pull anything else about gold and silver out of our asses to talk about? Who's your favorite gym leader in the game? I don't remember the fucking gym leaders. Okay, so you see there's, um... Falconer, there's Bugsy, there's Whitney, there's Morty, Whitney. there's um, 
Oh, I was trying to remember Miltank. Miltank lady. Miltank girl. Miltank girl. I like. I think Miltank girl is like drawn really cute, and I like her. But also, her battle's infuriating. So correct me if I'm wrong, but okay. isn't she? She's. You have to talk to her again after the battle because you for she forgot to give you the badge. No, no, no. What happens is she she gets real sad that you beat her, so she starts crying. And then when you start walking away, one of her gym trainers like. Yeah, I'm sorry. She's super emotional. She'll pro- she'll give you the badge if you go back. And you go back, and she's like, "I'm sorry. Here's your badge." See, she has character. That's what I like about her. It's like that's the whole point of like the gym leaders. Is you got to give them a little bit of character, or else they're just no, I love how just the, another person you fucking face. Gym leaders in Jodo who are like, it, it both in their own ways too immature to give you their your badge at first. Like Whitney's too busy crying because she can't handle losing, and Claire's just like, "No, fuck you! You don't deserve that badge. Go do the Dragon Den, and then you'll, I'll give you the badge." But that adds char- character to them, though. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not good narrative-wise, but I'm saying it's kind of funny. It's like, no, the, the specifically Claire was like, "No, fuck you! You don't deserve this badge. That wasn't a real win. Go through the Dragon Den and prove you're a real man, and then maybe I'll give you a badge." And then the old man at the end of the Dragon Den's like, yeah, Claire's a bitch. Go get your badge. Do you have a favorite Johto Pokemon? Hello? Pancake Senpai? Uh, Pancake Senpai. (laughs) (laughs) Probably Fampy and Don... Fampy, for sure. Fanfy. That's a really solid... Hey. Settle down there. Um, That's a really solid pick. I have a adoration for that line, too. But and I Pichu. Think... I forgot about my boy Pichu. Pichu, yes, my And Togepi. Oh, there's so much there's there's a there's a few decent ones in the game. There's a whole lot of perfect in Gen 2. But I think I have to give it to one of my favorite starter Pokemon and one of my favorite Pokemon of all time, the Cyndaquil line. I really eh, like I feel like the Cyndaquil line, like the first and second ones are great, and then like you get to the third one, you're like you're just a bigger one of the other one. Now Typhlosion's cool. Typhlosion literally just, to me anyway, just feels like a bigger Quillava. Look, okay, there's a lot of starters that separate that suffer from the middle form with a little bit cooler syndrome, and I think Cyndaquil is one of them. But like, that's not a deal breaker for me by any stretch. A lot of my favorite starters have that sort of effect. Where the middle form's like, that's a little bit cooler, but the final form's still good. Like, Quilava's got a dank-ass mohawk. Nobody's arguing the coolness of Quilava. Yeah. Does Jinji want to put his two cents in on the issue? Oh, shit. We do have a Jinji that's unmuted, pressing sound effect buttons. If not, we can continue, I mean, but you're going to have to talk, talk anyway. Right now, either way, whether he's talking about Pokemon of the episode or about Gold, Silver, Crystal. Both are dead to me. I have not brought up. Ginger, your mic is very quiet. We forgot about Pika Blue. We forgot about fucking Pika Blue. Holy shit! I mean, yeah, Pika Blue's a good boy. Incorrect name. What? What's the correct name? Boss Mouse. Boss Mouse. That's a Zoomerel. We're talking about Meryl. Yeah, Baby Boss Mouse. Baby Boss. No, 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 no. Baby Boss Mouse would be a Zoomerel. No, no. Baby Boss Mouse is Meryl. Boss what Mouse is Azumarill. Azurel is newborn Boss Mouse. As long as we're clear on that. Yes, hello. People. Jinji, you have any, you have any, do you, do you have a quickie, give us your quickie five-minute review of Gold, Silver, Crystal. I enjoyed it. Had a lot of fun playing as a kid. Really, really took the cloning glitch to a whole new level. That was the thing that happened. You know, but, uh, that. It's the Game Boy. It's, all, all of its games are held together with duct tape. That, and there were so many, and I had a lot of good memories. I spent so much hours trying to get the, the legendary beast. Oh, hell yeah. Those hunts were intense back in the day, and now they just make me want to die. Well, now you just go to the one spot that's south of uh, Rekitique City. Just chill there. Just keep going back and forth. The, the ghost town. Um, you can never pronounce it right. I just meant I didn't know that was a tactic that you could employ to make things work. Yeah, you know that one route that has the two twin trainers and that that would be the first route that you would come across a Stantler? Vaguely. But that's where you do it. You'd, you'd stand literally a, uh, a panel above the grass 
then if you go into the grass, that counts as the new route. And if the if the legendary trio isn't there, you go up north into the city. Oh shit! Speaking of the legendary dogs, I didn't even mention them during the soundtrack. Their theme is bopping. It's intense, bro. <laughs> What are you singing with your quiet ass mic? Unless this is a different game, did you? Yeah, that's been stuck in my head the entire day. But... It can be whatever game he wants it to be. Yeah, we can't assume it's game, but um. It's twenty twenty. You can't you can't assume what game music comes from anymore. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you guys. Pokemon Variety Hour shut down. Aww. We had our fun, but then the SJWs... Okay, I guess this is sort of like a live update, because I know Jinji would be proud of me. But back to uh, things I've been doing in Pokemon. I found a Larvitar. Nice. Good job. Precious rock, baby. It just fucking fainted on the ground. I'm like, what kind of po- what Pokemon is that? Yeah, I forgot. Larvitar is the precious rock, the baby. For... Just like Jinji's Larvitar and Survivor. Blah, blah. I guess this does relate to uh, Johto, because Larvitar was introduced into the Johto region. Yes, also a very, very cute. Little got all the good children, got all the perfect children. They also introduced they babies. Got, they also the yes, they they also introduced the little babs. Little babs. Did you have a number rating of gold, silver, crystal? I would give it a four out of five. Um, we did add a ten. Oh, so eight out of ten. Maths. Wait, yeah. Quick maths. But um, that's it for. No, that's not it for Pokemon of the episode. It's it for the topic, and it's time for Pokemon of the episode. Gigi's favorite segment of the show. Gigi, take it away. Pokemon. Who's that Pokemon? Pokemon. All right. That's what he has been doing. You guys have 15 questions. It's a Pikachu. And you must ask them in a yes or no fashion. Cannot ask Dex number questions. Now ask as if you were in the Pokemon world itself. <laughs> Whoops. Oh. Fucking stop. I hit the wrong key. It's but, a Pikachu. Uh, it it's Pikachu! It's <laughs> Pikachu! <laughs> right. Oh, the episode is National Dex number 25, Pikachu. But, um, just, um, just quick behind the scenes. I just happened to listen to the episode of Ready Hour in which we actually made the switch between questions and Dex entries. And now that I remember why, I kind of wish we didn't make that switch back. What do you mean? It's just like a better idea. I think we only switched back literally because Odin knew, specifically Odin knew deck entries too well. No, I've been wanting to switch back to this format. For I like I like how it's going now. It makes it a bit harder. If we have like, thought, no information I thought we all whatsoever. had to bow down to Penguin's will, and it was Penguin's idea to change. Well, Penguin is queen. What Penguin says goes. Eh. I disobey her on a daily basis when I have my waters. Water good, water good. Water anyway, goes. though, question. My question. Is it from the Johto region? Yes. There you go. Oh, that, shit. There, wait, can I amend? Type? Wait, Jinji, can I amend my uh-uh. my question? No, you what what'd you say, Riley? Is it water type? No. Okay, so, Jinji, I was going to ask, and you can count this as a question i don't give a shit i really don't care but is it originally from the johto region or can you find it in the johto region yes yes um, okay that was what my original question was meant to be but oh well whatever it's from johto it has it's not water type but it's from johto colo is it a ground type no is it a normal type yes Colo. is it a dual typing no Okay, so it's a pure normal type. Does this Pokemon evolve? No. I don't know what kind of question. It doesn't evolve, so it's a static... Static normal type. It doesn't evolve. Six questions left, by the way. Wait, so Jinji, when when you say it can't evolve, is it a single line or fully evolved? It's a separate question. Entirely. Ask in a yes or no format, sir. You're an asshole, Jinji. <laughs> Jinji, are you an asshole? <laughs> yes. 
Yes. I, yes. <laughs> that counts as one of the questions. <laughs> that, right, fine. Um, is if it you a insult the person, that should count. Pokemon. What, Riley? Is it a single stage Pokemon? Yes. Oh shit, it is. Um, pure normal single stage Gen Two. Huh. Huh. Oh, I know what it is. It's Dunsparce. Is that your? Is that a question? Yeah, fine, whatever. Is it Dunsparce? No. Damn it. Single stage normal type Johto region. Is it Miltank? No. What the fuck, bro? I think I know what it is, but it's not my turn to answer. Is it? Hold on. I'm trying to think of normal types. Um, single stage. And doesn't Jota. evolve. Doesn't evolve. Yeah, but it's that's this. It's single stage. That doesn't matter. It doesn't evolve because it's single stage. Um, and it's not a dual typing either. Not a dual typing. It's not giraffe rig because that's a dual typing. Um, I think there's only two possible things it could be. Shit. What are those two things? I'm trying to think. If it's a single stage, then it's not like Ursaring or Furret or... Uh... I think I have one. Just go ahead, Colo. I submit my question to you. Is it Smeargle? Thank you yeah, to our three-year-old correspondent. Pokemon of the episode is National Dex number 235, Smeargle the Painter Pokemon. It was between Damn. Smeargle and Stantler. Oh yeah, Stantler. He th- he's a thing. Stantler's a thing, yeah. All right. Mr. Smeargle. Tell us about our buddy Smeargle, Gingy. Oh, I certainly will, because Smeargle, Smeargle's my boy. Fortunately, he is not in Sword or Shield. Yeah, it's okay. At least for now. But uh, Galarian Smeargle. Oh, I fucking wish. Uh, his Gingy. base stats are 55 in HP, 20 in attack, 35 in defense, 20 in special attack, 45 in special defense, and 75 speed. The set that I personally recommend is a Smeargle set that I've had for uh, on my uh, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire team that ran a Smeargle. That Smeargle's name was uh, Von Troll. But, um, oh, God. 252 in HP, 252 in speed. Have Smeargle be running, uh, what's it? Gotta remember the moveset. Uh, okay, now I remember. Stealth Rocks, Sticky Webs, Dark Void. And the fourth move generally was open for debate, but just to troll and piss people off, I made my Smeargle no dragon ascent. <laughs> Damn. So that is Big dick, the Big dick energy. But yeah, that's our show. Uh, no showdown segment again today, because Gigi just said, nah, I don't want to, and Colo, his showdown broke, quote-unquote. No, nah, my showdown works fine. What are you talking about? I, I literally just mentioned that I was playing showdown with brad like a couple hours before the show yeah but i figured you like log- went to go log in and you're like oh i can't oh no nah showdown broke it's just like the ice cream machines at mcdonald's it, it, it broke <laughs> it broke the showdown machine broke when's showdown gonna be fixed i don't know just, it's just oh, broken. so it's just broken okay so that's the no final segment once again we need to start getting penguin on the goal the goal ever since the quiz segment was made to supposed to be every week has been to have Penguin on every week, and you can see how well that goal is going, considering this is episode, what, 55? And Penguin hasn't been on since 44? Penguin work. Penguin work. Bring, penguin bringing the money. We're trying to work it out so the Penguin can be on more often. Let's stay tuned on that. But for now, this segment just gets to have nothing, because we're always too lazy to do Showdown. Showdown broken. Showdown broken. It's just fucking broken. We're sorry. We'll get right on top of that. We'll get the showdown guy to come in and try and fix it, but yeah, showdown's just broken. <laughs> the way so, you said we're some, sorry. Like, shitty Pokemon trivia quiz. The way quiz you broken. said we're sorry, Colo, made me think of the South Park BP ripoff commercial. We're sorry. We're sorry. <laughs> get Pokemon trivia quiz. We can't be leaving the segment blank every time. We have a segment to do. Okay, I, I have the first question, Riley. Okay. Who's your favorite? Who's the best Pokemon in 
the Johto region. Azumarill. One point to Jinji. <laughs> okay, there's a six. There's a six question quiz on PlayNintendo.com. I have a feeling it's going to be super challenging and brain teasing for our for our hosts. Well, remember, Jinji already has one point on everybody. So. Exactly. So, question one. In Poke- there these are multiple choice questions. Question one. In Pokemon Yellow... Pikachu. What does- <laughs> no. It's Pikachu! Pokemon- it's Pikachu. <laughs> in Pokemon Yellow, what does Pikachu do throughout the entire game? Slaughter. One. A. Paint your toenails. B. Snap <laughs> things with electricity. C. Tags along with you. D. Keeps zap. trading you for other trainers. Zippy zap. <laughs> okay, Gigi's wrong. Colo's wrong. He evolves every time. He just continues answer, to evolve. The answer is tags along with you. He totally zaps things with electricity. Question two. Where's the Ooh. best place Ooh. to encounter wild Pokemon? Hold on. In- I, I have a question. Professor Oaks. Go ahead. I'll let you finish that one. Yeah, where's the best place to encounter wild Pokemon? A. In tall grass. B. At the Pokemon League. C. Inside a gym. D. In the zoo. All of them have Pokemon, so F. All of the above. Wild Pokemon, though. Yo, dude, there's some really wild Pokemon in those gyms, though. <laughs> you right, you right. Did you want to have a guess? No, but I have a good question. Okay, go ahead. The answer was in tall grass, by the way. Over was the it? past, all right. Question is: Over the past few years, the company known as Good Smile had released eight unique Pokemon trainers in the Nidroid line of figurines. Name each of those trainers. You get one point for every two. Ash, Misty, and Brock. You are right on one of them. So it's obviously Ash. Did I get Red? No. No, Red's right. So Red and Ash. Red is right. Blue slash Gary? Yep. Hey, that's a point. I got two of them. Um, Me, the Quizmaster, is getting a point. Uh, Um... Um, trainers, Lance. No. Gold. No. Professor Oak. No. Giovanni. Yes. Wait, really? Yep. Oh shit, that's so cool. No. Wait, wait, what was the total, Gingy? There are you guys have three more. No, four more. Wait, how many? How many total are there? Eight. Oh, fuck. So we have Red, Blue, Ash, Giovanni. I'm surprised Misty and Brock weren't on that list. Um, fuck. Steven Stone. No. You guys give up. Wallace. Yes. No, I'm Wallace. May and Brendan. No. Uh, what is it today? The missing four that you guys had were Lana, Lily, mm-hmm. N, and Cynthia. Oh. Damn. Interesting. Question three. What can you do to make Pikachu really, really happy in Pokemon Red, Pokemon Blue, and Pokemon Yellow? Abandon him. (laughs) A. Feed it. B. Talk to it. C. Use it to win a battle. D. Give it a toy. Give it a toy. Okay, Gingy's wrong. Colo. Fight it. Doof. No, the answer was use it to win in a battle. Oh. I got, I oh, you don't want to throw one. hands with the Pikachu? No. I got Number four. The night. Okay, go ahead. What is the only available Pokemon in Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Deluxe that cannot be recruited? Rayquaza. No. Uh, purple Ke- Kecleon. No, you can recruit Kecleon, the purple one. Nope. Mew? No. Celebi? It's two. No. I know you can do Jirachi. Yeah, you can. Alolan Raichu. No. Glyscore. No. Uh, um, Mewtwo. No. I already said that. Is it a legendary Pokemon? No. Skarmory. No. I don't think you guys are going to get it. Um, Wait, is this a trick question, Jinji? No. So if I say your starter Pokemon, the Pokemon you chose, technically you're not recruiting him. No, the answer would be no. Good, you're not pulling any bullshit on me. I give up. Which? What is it? Oh, it's got that massive cranium. I also give up. Lucario. Oh, shit. 
See, I was going to guess Lucario, but I thought... I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. Yep, you're able to recruit Riolu in Mystery Houses after reaching a certain rescue team rank. And evolving said Riolu is the only way you can get Lucario in Mystery Dungeon Deluxe. Wow. Interesting. But hey, I have a stupid baby quiz in front of me, and there's no reason to really continue doing it. It's just become a meme at this point. It's just run its course. So thank you all for listening to Pokemon Variety Hour. Jinji, where can they find you and Pixel's media podcast empire? Ooh. One, one last one. One last brain teaser. Okay, fine, what is the Pokemon ahead. that has the lowest unique speed stat? Sunkern. No. Um, Pikachu. Wishy-washy pre-school nope. form. Snom. No. Dunsparce. Um, no. Fuckle with Shuckle. You don't fuckle with Shuckle. Yes, you are correct on that one, but no. Um... Oh, I have no idea. I'm just naming baby Pokemon at the time. Can we also imagine a world if Shuckle ever gets a fucking evolution if we can think about Eviolite Shuckle? That dude oh, ain't dying. Holy shit, Shinji. Oh, don't God. don't put those Don't don't get Pokemon any ideas. But anyway. I also, can that. we imagine okay, so like before you say anything, if Stantler gets an evolution. Stantler's not that good of a Pokemon, but like the evolution would probably be overpowered. Anyway, the answer just because is of Stantler's back. Stack Attacka has the... Oh! Technically, he's not a Pokemon. He's an Ultra Beast. <clears throat> Sorry. Off. You can find me on my personal Twitter, Genji, and the main show, Pixels Media. Being Pixels, Polygons, and Fun, you can find that wherever podcasts are found. Anywhere. Yeah. Literally anywhere. You'll, you'll see podcasts on um, iPod, Google Stitcher Play. Um, you can listen to it on Radio Public. You can listen to it in your house. You can listen to it in your couch. You can listen to it on a mouse. Cola, where can they find you? You can find me under my bed hiding from Gingy because he's probably going to come kill me. Um, You can Why? find me on... Shush. Why? <laughs> Shush, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it, Gingy, because if I tell you, you're going to kill yeah, me. Hello. Anyway. I'm going to kill you right now on air if you don't tell me. <laughs> you're only making it worse for yourself. Anyway, you can find me on Twitter as Colochu54. You can find me on YouTube as Colochu. I sometimes make content there. I have been on a massive break due to new games and laziness. But new episode will be determined. Bitchute is also, I mean, my bitch has also been on a massive break because um, Edge set shenanigans. Well, Riley Lazy, I have. I have work and stuff to do, so Riley has no excuse. I have an excuse. <clears throat> I have school work to do. Yeah, but who, who, who actually <laughs> believes that you're doing it? I am doing it. I don't have a single F. I don't have one. It's I have zero F. <laughs> F in the chat for the lack of Fs. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how, that's how school works. F is friend. W. You can find me on Twitter at RileyTweets. Find me on Twitch. Yeah, you can't find him on Twitter. Streams. I am on Twitter. At Riley's you can't find him on Twitter anymore. He's gone. Damn. Sad. I deleted you your Twitter. Twitter. You deleted my Twitter? How'd you do that? I oh, deleted your Twitter. Thank you. Don't worry about how I did it. Super secret <laughs> special mission. Secret special <laughs> mission. Is that what? Is that Was that Jinji's special mission that made us start this so late? Was yeah. that it's not late. About liberty to discuss. My lawyer said don't discuss anything on, on air. Exactly. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, But... You can also find the Riley Podcast Naked Feed, which is where you can find a whole gaggle of shows. You can find Riley and Lindsay Podcast, which will finally be on a weekly schedule, hopefully, starting this coming, I don't want to say Tuesday, because they were recording it, but I'm editing now. So probably like Wednesday. So you can expect it every Wednesday or Thursday on your podcast feed. And also, Largest Issue always comes out on Tuesday. It's ever since, always. Never never once has Largest Issue gone off the air for a large amount of time. Not even once. Bullshit. <laughs> Thank you all for this uh, Riley Show Pod Pokemon. <laughs> the Riley Show Pod Pokemon. Hi, guys. As some of you guys know. Okay, bye. Yeah. See you guys later. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Because I like Beyblade. Oh god, no. <laughs> I'm a very. I might be doing a few of these songs. I'm out. I'm out. Bye. <laughs> no, stop. Get rid of the bear.
I will. Goodbye. Have fun cutting all this out. Bye, guys. No, I'm keeping it all in. Goodbye. Goodbye.